Uh, what up, Stoochcast Protector? The ends uh, episode fifty nine. What's going on? Um, well, this past weekend was uh, rough. You know, it was like Halloween. Everyone's getting all excited for Halloween. Then you wake up Saturday and you know people just hanging out at a synagogue at Squirrel Hill and this. Psycho comes in and just mows people down because he's a white supremacist terrorist guy, pretty much. Domestic terrorist. You could say that? Yeah, of course. That's sad, man. I mean, just unacceptable, man. I mean, and everybody's, we've all been in Squirrel Hill, man. It's a great neighborhood. Great people. Everybody's nice, you know. Feel safe when you're there. And it's just, it's sad to see something like that happen in, uh, you know, such a great area. It sucks. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of really evil... Uh, there's a lot of evil people out there. Really is. I mean... Just like help... Like help with, and like these were old people, man. I don't even want to know the shooter. I hope they give him the death penalty. That's kind of why... And you know, you, you know, as a kid, like I used to think, you know, oh, that's wrong. How can you put somebody to death like that and then you kind of grow up and you're like yeah you know what yeah i could see that uh i could see why you know someone deserves to die when they pull a stunt like that ruin a bunch of people's lives you know he's probably such a psycho who'll be grinning as they you know give him the death penalty too it's just it's just unacceptable and it's sad Ugh. yeah they need to uh I don't know. That everybody's, you know, brings up the gun issue and all this other stuff happens. It's just, I think everybody, I think what everybody needs to do is um, stop watching the news and get off Twitter and get off social media because all these platforms do really is just try to divide the us against versus them mentality. And then when you go out and actually meet people in real life, everybody's way nicer and way better than you could possibly imagine and everybody's just going through the same crap whereas you know on social media everybody's yeah everybody just plays the us against them card seriously you know people better vote too you know to make a difference but i you know the pessimist in me just i don't see i still don't think it'll really make a difference like I don't think a lot of as many people who say they're going to vote are actually going to vote like young people wise. And it's like, here's what I think is going to happen. I don't know about the Senate. I think the Senate might still be Republican, but I, and I think the house may flip, but if the house flips and the Senate's still Republican, it's still gridlock. It doesn't really do anything. And even if I think the Democrats did win, I still don't think they like Trump. I still don't think they go and impeach Trump. I still don't think they do that. You know? I still don't, like I just don't I just don't see it happening. You gotta you gotta find a guy to beat him. The next election. The thing is, it's like who who do you get to beat him? Everyone's saying that Beto O'Rourke really does he? You mean he's got to beat Ted Cruz first in that Senate race? This is getting too political, but it's you got to beat Ted Cruz. That's a conservative state. Like I I it just you know what I mean that's like New York that's like having a Republican win in New York or California does it really is it really ha like Texas it's like you you know what I mean it, it's 
Texas is a big concern. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of their... When you think Republicans, you think Texas. Like, I, I mean, it'd be incredible to see them do it. But I just I just don't see it. I see still see Ted Cruz winning that by, like, I bet you, like, 8 to 10 points. Like, at the end of the day. Because, like, polls, I mean, you know, we learned from the last time that the polls don't, you know, don't really matter. People lie to the pollsters. Everybody's just that paranoid when it comes to people polling them. And, you know, it's kind of rambling on. But, yeah, that's just unacceptable. Ugh, crazy psychos with guns. Uh, I don't know. But, um, hey, in the midst of all that, uh, yeah, a lot of good people, man. I mean, Pittsburgh's a way better city and place than, uh, you know, than that one guy. And I don't even care to know his name. I'd rather hear about, you know, those two brothers. There was a doctor, I think, a lawyer, you know, good people, older people. Like, I'd rather hear about them than just the shit. I don't even know his name. Good, you know, they throw toss his name around. I don't even care. To even look, I don't even care to look him up. Fuck that. Screw looking that guy up. Um, But... Oh, you know, it's just, I don't even know, how, how do you really transition from that? I mean, it's just, it's just sad. It's crazy because it's this close to home, too. Like, they're saying that's the worst anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history. I was like, Jesus Christ. Ugh. I don't know. I can't even watch the news because it's all over the news about it. It's just, it's too sad. I mean, it's too, it really is. It's just, it's depressing. Like, people, people are messed. People are messed up, man. Really, they really are. Like, just, you know, and they need to. I don't know. I, they, I've said this. Before, they need to give that guy. That guy needs to be put to death for that. For pulling a stunt like that. Everybody's like, oh, I don't know if it's right the death penalty. It's like, nah, nah. Nah, you know, you go and you go in there mowing down a bunch of old, innocent, innocent old people while they're trying to celebrate a, ma- a, a you know, synagogue mass service. I don't, I don't know what it is, but, um, yeah, you, yeah, you get, uh, you should get the death penalty for that. I think prosecutors are going to do it. It's probably, Seems very likely it'll happen. Cause that's def- that's an awful, horrendous crime. But um, you know, in the midst of all that, uh, the Steelers won. Kind of a bittersweet thing, but um, beat the Browns and uh, you know they look kind of sluggish. Steelers look kind of sluggish in the first quarter, just given the weight of all that happened, and uh. You know, you know they picked back up. James Conner had a great game. He had like 100 yards, two touchdowns. He's on pace for like most rushing touchdowns of the Steelers season. He has like nine rushing touchdowns in seven games. That's really good. And uh, yeah, he's dude's on pace at this rate. He's on pace for like 19, 20 rushing touchdowns. Who's Lev Bell again? Juju was good. AB had two touchdown catches. I mean, Ben on pace for 32 touchdowns. I mean, everything seems to be rolling. Defense played well enough. I mean, it is the Browns, dude. They just fired. 
They just fired Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley today. I saw that. That was nuts. I, I, Todd Haley was probably thinking he was going to become coach. Nope, they just dumped them both. And, like, the Browns are just such a bad – you know what's weird? Because the Browns have talent, too. Like, they've had talented guys on the team. They could just they just have never gotten a good quarterback, and they could just never put it together. But, like, like Joe Hayden was from the Browns, and we have him now, and he's solid. Like, he was a Pro Bowl corner cornerback when he played for the Browns. So, um, yeah, it's uh, – What's the standings? I gotta check this out. NFL standings. Steelers are first in the division. We play Baltimore next week. Baltimore's four and four. So here's what and they've lost two in a row. So we've won three. So this is a big game coming up. Steelers need uh you you win this. If you win this, you I think you become five, two and one. Baltimore's four and five. So you're you got like a two game lead on lead on Baltimore. And then the Bengals, they're you just have Steelers just have their number, just have their number, and uh, you know you just fight for that division lead. And you know I think for home field, it's looking like in the AFC. Well, you definitely got to say the Chiefs. Uh, the Patriots are six and two. Texans are five. Tex- eh, that Texans are that division's all right, but. It's going to be tough. New England or the Chiefs, it's going to be tough to beat one. Unless the Chiefs somehow slow down because their defense isn't their defense is not very good. But um that that offense, man. That offense of theirs scores like what, 35 points a game, something crazy. Uh yeah, they're going to be tough to but I don't see the I still don't see the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I think once it gets to December, January, I think they slow down cuz they have no defense. And that's Hypocritical of me to say because the Steelers don't really have a defense either. But still, the Chiefs really don't have a defense. Baltimore has a defense. What's weird is Baltimore has a good defense, though. And they've been struggling. So it's it's been a weird season. But, um, yeah, so it's looking right now like New England and Chiefs for the first-round buys. But the Steelers, you know, you keep, you keep winning. Keep being the teams you need to beat. Let's look at the schedule. Schedule, schedule, schedule. Let me see here. All right, let me see this. Let me see the rest of the year. All right, at Baltimore. All right, that's a big one. You got to win that one. I think the Steelers do. Versus Carolina at home. That's going to be a good game. Carolina's a good team. I think you'll win that. Jacksonville, that could be a trap because they're not very good, but they always play the Steelers tough. Watch out for that one at Denver. Denver is very good. Versus the Chargers. The Chargers are another one of those teams. I think the Steelers just have their number. Oakland at Oakland. That could that's definitely could be a trap game. That could definitely be. I remember multiple times the Steelers going out to Oakland and losing to a bad Oakland team. I think I remember one time in 2006, Big Ben went in there and threw like four interceptions. It was horrible. Just got rot. And the Raiders had one of their worst teams ever. Um, and then you got. New England at home. Then you're at New Orleans, which I, in a dome, I mean, Steelers can win. That'll be a... But yeah, it's you, you look at the schedule. I mean, you what do they have? Four wins now? I mean, say you get the win against Baltimore. You, get a, you could beat Baltimore, Carolina, Jacksonville. That's three. Denver, I mean... 
Plus, I mean, see, it's tough to say. I mean, like, you, out of those, you could definitely win six, get to ten wins, make the playoffs. But it's just like depending on who, it's like you know what I mean. You're always looking at the trap game. What game's gonna be a trap game? What get because it's like a lot of these teams are good, but it's like you can see the Steelers beat them. Like I see the Steelers focus because the Steelers go into Baltimore and beat Baltimore, and then the Ravens come here and then they beat us here. Like that seems to be what because and they that series is always split every year. Like the Steelers go five and one in division every year. The Steelers always beat the Bengals twice. The Browns twice, and then they split it with Baltimore. That seems to be the what happens in the division. And then um, that Carolina game at home, I think the Steelers won that game. At Jacksonville. Hmm. At Denver, I think you win that. Denver is very good. They have no quarterback, so yeah, you win that. Versus Los Angeles. Chargers at home. Yeah, better be Philip Rivers. Like, you should win. Like, Steelers should be able to win. How many games they have left? Nine left. I, I could see the Steelers. Yeah, they should be able to win, like, six of these and get to 10 wins. But you never know. That's why you play the game. But, you know, you got the division lead. Big game against Baltimore. You win that. Get through the midpoint of the season with five wins. You look at your other games. I mean, definitely competitive. But, you know, I think, again, the Steelers, they always seem to play better when the competition's tougher, unless it's New England. So, what else is there? Uh, I watched I watched The Shining for the first time ever Friday night. And, uh, I don't know. I can't, you know, it's sometimes these movies are so big. Like, I know all the quotes and everything about them before... I see the movie, so it's like all the stuff that surprised people like the first time they watched the movie didn't really surprise me. Then, like I saw the, you know, like the here's Johnny and all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy and just other goofy scenes. I mean, it was it was definitely good. I like Jack Nicholson. The kid was creepy. It was definitely a creepy movie. It was def- like definitely a haunted hotel, like. I'll, I'll spoil it. I don't care. Because I, I, pretty much everyone I talk to is like, you've never seen that till now? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, it definitely builds into just like, it gets creepier and creepier. So it's, they hire a guy to watch the hotel. Oh, they hire that family to sit in there and watch the hotel over the winter. That's just creepy in itself. And then a guy just goes mad and like, runs around with an axe. There were a lot of just weird scenes. I think one was like the gold room. Wherever he walks in and Jack Nicholson walks in and you're back into like the 1920s. So you don't know if it's a dream or not. And then there's one where he goes in, you know, because he goes in there to get a shot. He drinks some James, he drinks some Jack Daniels or something. And it's just everything. I just, you get creeped out just thinking about it. And then there was one where he went into that room 237 there's just like a gorgeous woman in there and then he was starting to make make love to her then she just became old it was like just little things like you know what i mean you're walking around the house this house and just stuff just starts popping out of nowhere like i'm thinking about it now it just looks weird it's like when that kid looks and then sees those two kids those two daughters just two little girls just standing there with like it's definitely you know what I, i'm creeping myself out just talking recalling the movie 
I'm just happy there was no pop-up stuff. Because, like, I fall for, like, uh, what do they call those scenes? The cut scares? I'm like... What do they call those? I guess... I'm trying to look this up. What do they call those? I don't know what they call those. The flash cut. I don't know. It's just... Horror movie flash cut. What do they call... Pop scare. What do they call it? Jump scare. They call it the jump scare. Jump scare is a technique often used in horror film, films and video games. Tend to scare the audience by surprising them with an abrupt change in image or event. Usually co-occurring with a loud frightening sound. Jump scare has been described as one of the most... I know, I hate, hate the jump scare. But luckily The Shining didn't have that. It just... Dude, I, oh man, I keep thinking, you know what, I keep thinking about that movie and it's scaring me now. Because it's like, remember when she was running around, uh, the wife, Shelly Duvall, she was running around, I'm just rambling at this point, she was running around that hotel, trying to get out, and then she goes up to a scene and just sees this bear, like, fornicating with like a park ranger or something just imagine seeing that shit in real life like i would want to die like oh man i'm see now see now i'm like in retrospect i'm freaked out it didn't bother me when i first saw it maybe it's because i had a beer i had a beer while i was watching and it just kind of numbed me to a little bit now it's like you see weird thing like bear and then you go to that elevator and all that like blood just comes pouring out i don't know Ugh. I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I, I guess it was I guess it was a good movie. I guess it was, <laughs> I don't know. It just oh, I spoil every, spoiling everything, man. If you've never seen The Shining, I guess you should go see it, cause uh, yeah, and I guess it ends. They drive away, and then Jack Nicholson freezes to death up there. I'm spoiling the whole thing, and then it shows a clip. Back in like 19, it shows like a photo of them, 1921, Jack Nicholson's in the photo. So I guess he was like a reoccurring ghost or image. I don't even know. There's so many, I guess, little things that you can pick up on watching the movie. It's got like, you know, you could read into it. It has multiple themes. I think some people think it's a reference to uh, Native American genocide because they said it was, the hotel was built on a Indian burial ground or something it's Native American The Shining wiki and then on Saturday I watched Fargo which was very good I like Fargo I like uh, Frances McDormand she's a good actress and uh, yeah that one's a good movie it's kind of like this guy, uh, what's it, William H. Macy from Shameless, he sets up, he calls Steve Buscemi and this other guy 
to uh, kidnap his wife. So they try to set up a kidnapping for his wife so he could get a lot of money. For, so Steve, so uh, William H. Macy could get a lot of money for some investment. It goes completely wrong. But it's like, it's like these horrible crimes are committed, but it has like a good set. It just shows <laughs> Francis McDormand's like a pregnant police officer who investigates and goes after them. She's just so nice and like folksy about everything that you kind of just fall in love with her. So that's a good movie. And uh, perfect scare movie, shock value, suspense, gore, and size of the cast. Yeah, Shelley Duvall. Try to see. Yeah, it's def that's definitely like. Um, this podcast was bad. I'm just kind of rambling. I'm going to read an email. I think we got joke of the week. I got to upload this before I go to bed. What do we go? What do we go? What do we go? If you listen this far, God bless you. You're a true fan of the Stoochcast. And I'm doing the uh, beer thing. If you email the podcast, I will buy you a beer. Um, it's going to go until day before Thanksgiving. That's the biggest drinking holiday of the year. So this will go till the end of, till the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So it's like three more weeks. You got three more weeks to send emails. This could either backfire horribly or, you know, nobody has an interest in emailing jokes or questions, comments, concerns. So. I'll extend it then. But until for right now, roughly, it's going to go till uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, the biggest drinking day of the year. So I'm going to. I should just say my password out loud while doing the podcast, but I won't. Why? It's making me sign in twice now. This shit is dumb. I've creeped myself out over The Shining now just talking about all the weird crap in it. Like, think how, how disturbing that would be if you saw a bear fornicating with something while you were trying to run away from your crazy, from your husband that's gone crazy working on a novel. And it turns out that the novel you found was just complete bullshit and he's just been going insane this entire time and weirder things just keep happening. I would want to lose my crap. Alright, joke of the week. <clears throat> there are there are these two young fish swimming along and they happen to meet an older fish swimming the other way who nods at them and says, Morning boys, how's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit and then eventually one of them looks over at the other and goes, What the hell is water? So that's the joke of the week. And that's the podcast for the week. Everybody uh, have a good week. Um, You know. Take care. Uh, You know, tough tough week, weekend for Pittsburgh. But, um, you know, we bounce back. Everybody's going to bounce back. Shout out to Squirrel Hill. Awesome place. Awesome people. Uh, You know, yeah, I love the theater. You know, do not like Squirrel, man. They got Manor Theater. They got... 
what do they got? Oh, what are they? They had that one. I used to go there, and they had like the bubble tea. It's just that nice. It's like on Murray Avenue, man. They got a lot of nice shops. They got that tea place. They got all kinds. That's such an awesome part of this. Such an awesome little part of the city. Definitely a. Oh, it's definitely a great neighborhood, without a doubt. One of the many great neighborhoods in Pittsburgh. It's like that's just that still sucks, man. Everybody have a good week, and uh, you know, take care. Take care of each other. Peace.